Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 46 of Letters from a Lonely Flyboy. We are your hosts. I'm Kelly Dennis. And I'm Clinton Cathcart. Thank you for joining us as we continue on this journey described by our father through his letters home. The letters in this episode begin on February 25th, 1962, and Clint is going to read that first letter. So the letter is dated Sunday, 25 February. Hi, honey. Still no mail. In fact, my whole week's mail is somewhere around here, but I sure haven't been able to run it down. Sometimes people sure can be stupid about these things. I suppose I'll run it down tomorrow, but I wanted it yesterday. Grover was trying to do me a favor, I guess, but sure wish he'd not have tried to help. I was ready to drive down there today, but called first. Found out it had been given to an L-20 pilot bound for here. Drove out but missed him, and somebody, I don't know who, picked up everything, my mail included. Mm. I've checked everywhere I can think of, and I can't find anyone who knows anything about it. I wish now I'd have gone ahead and made arrangements to have it delivered here. Other than my mail problem, it's been a very dull day, dull and cold. I think it did get up to 32 degrees, but not for very long. Very windy, too. The closest I got to the golf course was the clubhouse for a hamburger. A few did try it, but I don't think any made more than nine holes and were nearly frozen at that. Still haven't had the word that our Sony has arrived at Osan. Hope it gets there soon. We'll go down and get it. And the tapes I already have, and also the projector in anticipation of getting the movie soon. <laughs> the last I heard was that you had planned to take them last Sunday. These are rather dull letters, honey, but outside of my little problems, it is dull. This only makes me miss you more. I love you. See. Oh, and he can't not figure out where the mail is. That has got to be so frustrating. Oh, yeah. And it's cold yeah. and he can't play golf. No, um, it is, I mean, it's humid and cold in Korea, so yeah. I can imagine it's really cold. But the weather changes, the temperatures will change there very quickly, too. So It sure sounds like that from the past letters. Oh, yeah. So, and he's wondering about the Sony and uh, ready to pick up a projector for in, in anticipation of those movies. Home movies, yes. Yeah, he's, he's chomping the bit over the Sony. He had ordered it, and he's ready to pick it up. He's got the money in his hand, and, and it's burning a hole in his pocket there. <laughs> he's got to be so excited about that. Oh, yes. Did I miss anything in this letter? I don't think so. Okay, I'm going to go on and read the next one then. This All one right. is dated uh, 26 February. Hi, honey. Finally rounded up my mail this morning. <laughs> two letters from you, one from Dink and one from Grady. Then, too, I got a telephone call from Osan from the lieutenant colonel who wrote the letter to the guard bureau in the Pentagon. He had an answer. Didn't say much, but that the people there had pulled my file and thought they had a job for me and that I would probably hear from them direct before too long. Not much to go on, but at least we got them to pull my file and consider it. So now it's just more waiting. Grady isn't in very good shape. They started taking the wire stitches out of his leg, and no sooner did they get them all out 
then both bad wounds split open again and became infected. So he's back in the hospital for an indefinite period. On top of this, he had thought he was getting along so well that he was scheduled for the 105 school starting in April. He canceled June's port call, planning on bringing them back with him sometime in June. Now it looks like he'll be stuck, losing his chances at both a 105 school and a squadron two, and two, no troops for at least another 30 to 60 days. He is not very happy, to put it mildly. It doesn't sound like Kelly has grown much from the way you describe how size two fits her. I must have missed another letter. You were obviously telling me about something Dink had planned with some of his friends. It'll probably catch up with me pretty soon. Glad to hear that you think so highly of his friends. This always helps. If Kelly can climb out of bed, she can probably reach doorknobs too, or at any rate, it won't be long. I'm thinking we're going to have to be, or at least you are going to have to teach her to start knocking on doors about the time she starts that. You're making me drool talking about Mexican food. I could eat myself sick on it about now. Hope you got the movies okay. And like I said, I'm really looking forward to them. Hope you got in them more this time. I'd like to see the kids, of course, but I still have an interest in their mother too and miss you very much. I love you. C. So another short letter, but he did finally get the mail. Yep. Encouraging news from the Pentagon and waiting to hear um, from them about the guard job. Yeah, it's, uh, it sounds pretty promising from what he, the way he phrases it, that they pulled his file and thought they had had a job for him. So Yeah, um, I guess there wasn't much more than that he could say because the lieutenant sure wasn't much, you know, wasn't more forthcoming about uh you know, anything going on. No, and he may not have known any more um, than that. It's just, yeah. um, you know, he, he's just anxious to kind of find out something so they can start planning. Yeah. That made it had to have made his heart jump a little bit. Yeah. I mean, remember he's, he's not going to be leaving there for almost six months. Right. Right. And mom likes your friends and I'm getting old enough to open doors by myself. <laughs> yeah. And that's special. <laughs> yeah. I bet that was a, a real picnic. Yeah, yeah. Well, he he said he uh, the, we we were you were getting to the point where you could reach the doorknobs. We didn't know yet whether you could open them. Yeah, um, it didn't take you long though. <laughs> I don't think it did. No. <laughs> and Dad's missing Mexican food. That's got to be so oh, hard <laughs> to hear oh, about yeah. uh, the Mexican food in Phoenix. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. And and um, you know, in, in Phoenix and even uh, in. Southern Arizona, the, the Mexican food used to be pretty darn good. Yeah. Boy, wow. I bet it did. And he's still waiting for the movies and keeping his fingers yep. crossed. Yep. And he, <laughs> he mentions Grady in the movie and oh, in, oh. in the letter. Right. And um, the, um, it's, it's a shame because it sounds like they, I don't know why they were taking the stitches out. Uh, you know, apparently they just had no idea that those wounds would open. Yeah, I thought he was healing up better, but boy, that yeah. had to have been that had to have been devastating. Oh yeah, yeah. I I don't recall now whether he did go to 105 school or not. Okay. Um, um, I think he did get a slot later, but it it was considerably later. maybe a couple years later, even so, or or eighteen like eighteen months later. But okay. he's, he's not, not going to. Um, 
be in line for it at this point. No, no. What? That's that's really sad. Yeah. Okay. Anything else for the good of this one? I think we got it. Okay. I don't know why I skipped over that line about Grady, but yeah, that was an important talking point in that letter. Okay. So the next one is dated Tuesday, 27 February. Yeah. So as you said, the letter is dated 27 February and it begins. Hi, honey. Gee, the mail is really rolling in now. After the batch I picked up yesterday morning, there were two letters from you brought to me on the courier today, and I understand there are at least two more, and maybe three that got to Osan this morning. I should go to Osan tomorrow, but don't know when I'll get away from here, so I guess I'll let the courier bring the mail in case I can't get away at all. Been having battery trouble with my limousine again. Guess there must be an intermittent short somewhere. We'll try to get it fixed or trade trucks tomorrow if I get down there. Kind of disappointed to hear you didn't take any movies. Glad to hear that Kelly enjoys it so much, though. Sounds as though she really goes all out. You two will have to stop keeping such late hours, though. It just isn't good for a couple of pretty dollars to be out so late. And besides, you'll have old old dink gray with worry before his time (laughs) sounds a little funny to hear you talk about dink going to swimming parties they're expecting snow showers here again tonight (laughs) i'm pretty sure miss pack will stay on i'll still contribute a couple bucks toward her pay but i don't think she would leave because of the knitting machine besides the money we put into it it would be extremely difficult for her to get one if she had the money Hope Sowers does get home on leave, but honey, you have to understand that the chances for me to get one are remote. I kind of wish I hadn't mentioned it, but then I'd been thinking about it for some time before I did, and guess I couldn't hold it anymore. It would be nice, and the idea of you picking me up at Travis is certainly an improvement, but it's an awful big hope. I said June, but it looks as though the only opportunity would be in the middle of May. Don't build on this, sweetie. It's a pleasant dream, but may well never be anything but that. I agree, and so do 99% of the people here with your leave policy. You have my vote for chief of staff. Couldn't watch Glenn's actual accomplishment, heard it on the radio, of course, and have seen films on TV. Pretty spectacular all the way around. Have had a stomach ache all afternoon, haven't eaten, and don't know whether a martini would help or hinder. They say booze is the only answer. Miss you, and I love you. See. So he got some more mail, and he's still having car trouble. (laughs) Or truck trouble, yeah. Yeah. Truck trouble, limousine trouble, quote unquote. Limousine trouble, yes. And no movies. So what were we doing on that Sunday that mom was supposed to take movies, I wonder? Oh, who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, I I don't, you know, she was pretty good about taking them, but um, who knows? Maybe the, um, you know, I I can't remember. I think she was checking out a camera from the base there, okay. so maybe they they, they didn't out. have one that yeah that to offer, or, or it's hard to say. But and then again, if you sent them movies every day, that it wouldn't have been enough anyway. So. No, <laughs> no, I'm sure it would not have. So what's keeping uh, mom up or out so late? He's worried about us. I I don't. I'm trying to think 
I don't think it's really late. I mean, I think, you know, like they stayed out till like five or six in the evening or something, seven, maybe. <laughs> right. You know, it's just. Well, I can't um, imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, she, I, nothing in particular, I don't think. You, I mean, you weren't taking piano lessons or anything. So. No. no. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I don't know um, what was going on. He was just, just needling her. So uh, you're swimming and uh, it's snowing in Korea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you know, it's it is Phoenix, and um, the pool is open. Yeah, I got the episode title from that line. I thought it was so funny. Yeah, and uh, he's not worried about Miss Pack staying on. Sounds like he's uh, pretty confident that that's going to happen. So that's great. Yeah, and as we know, she did. Um, yeah, um, she had a plaque made for him um, later on before he left. <laughs> So nice. And uh, more discussion about leave and he's not, not feeling at all hopeful about it. No, um, his situation, Sauer's situation, um, major Sauer's situation were different. And, um, um, you know, he, uh, he, I don't know where Sowers was stationed, but he was, was, was some group or unit where they would let him take leave. Um, in his situation, apparently it's, it's not really something that they ordinarily do. So he's saying, trying to warn her that it's not very likely. Yeah, that's it's got to be hard not to get your hopes up, though. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And uh, I thought it was interesting about his uh, stomachache cures. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I'll have a martini, huh? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I don't know that I would do it, but you know what the heck. He mentioned John Glenn's. Um, you know, he, he orbited the Earth. That was our first, um, I think, I don't know. I, I You know, honestly, I don't remember. I'd have to Google it. Um, I thought we put some something up in 59 or 60, but it's, this is still pretty early um, in the space program. Oh, yeah. Probably a longer, um, um, you know, longer orbit or something. He stayed up longer, um, but... Uh, it was neat. I mean, it was neat that they those guys were were trying to follow it, even though they couldn't watch it on TV. No, well, they watched a tape delay. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and he he mentioned that uh, earlier, but uh, he didn't mention that he didn't get to see it live. Right, right, yeah. And I don't know what time of the night or day it would have been there. Um, oh yeah, I don't recall. You know, unfortunately, I don't recall. I mean, it might have been in the middle of the night where we lived. Um, I, I just don't recall. Yeah, well, I, I, I think I, I think I kind of recall it, but I have no idea because you know I was two. Yeah, two, two, <laughs> two was a little young to be that interested in, in space. Yeah. yeah, well, I know that you and mom were interested, so if oh you yeah, know, oh yeah, you were that excited about it, I would have been, I'm sure, watching it. But oh yeah, I'm sure. You know, you would have at least recognized it was something to be about which somebody should be uh, should be excited. Absolutely, yes. Okay, are we ready to go on then? We are. Okay, I'm going to read the last letter of the episode. This one is dated Wednesday, 28 February. Hi, honey. Made another trip to Osan today. Didn't accomplish anything spectacular, but pried loose some information I've needed here for the past week. Didn't go till about 1100. So courier got mailed to me from the last couple of days. I got three, letter three letters from you and one from Fort Sam. They say they weren't set up to send deposit slips to two different addresses. They sent me a bunch of envelopes to send the checks in, but I can't draw a government check over here. 
So this sort of louses up the whole thing, unless you can wait for word from me on the deposit. Managed to get my truck worked on a little. Don't know what they did to it. The real test will come in the morning. (laughs) Supposed to get pretty cold again tonight with snow showers predicted again for tomorrow. Some spring. (laughs) So Miss Kelly is ready to run off to school already. (laughs) I guess I'd better hurry if there's going to be any baby left at all. I don't think it will be too long before you'll have to start locking the doors or paddling a little bottom for going where she isn't supposed to. I had wondered about the new space stamp and wondered if Dink had things set up to get one. That dolly sounds like a real chow hound. She's taking right after old Dink in that area. From the way you describe it, she really enjoys her food. There won't be any mail tomorrow for me, I mean, because there wasn't any delivered to Osan today. We'll comment on your other letter tomorrow night. Miss you, all of you. I love you. C. And so it sounds like he had a productive trip to Osan, but he doesn't mention exactly what information he really needed. No, it was your work information. Something um, that made his job uh, a little easier, maybe. That or just information he needed, uh, you know. And I mean, I, I'm I'm not sure. I can't remember um, if he even tells us much of, about what he was doing there in Seoul mm-hmm. um, at the headquarters. But um, um, you know, just just. I'm sure just information about, you know, the theater and what's going on and what the Air Force was doing and what they were seeing. and Right. And stuff he can't share. Right. And so interesting about uh, how difficult the banking was. Well, it it was and it wasn't. Um, I, I think I understand because I read this several times trying to understand. Yeah, me too. What was going <laughs> on. So the way they had it set up was. I think the way he got it was um, he got a check. He got the check there in Korea, but the Air Force, the military allows for allotment. So there was an allotment going to the bank at Fort uh, Fort Sam Houston. And so that was the account that mom was using. And that was most of the money. So now why would he need deposit slips? Well, he was getting the per diem pay, and I'm sure those were checks right there that he was getting from the local finance office. So he was trying to deposit those in Fort Sam and they, he needed to get uh, envelopes and deposit slips, you know, or, well, actually, no, he says, but he can't draw a government check over there. So I don't understand why he would need deposit slips there. Yep. I'm, I'm puzzled about that myself. Unless what he was doing was, um, because of the the per diem, he was getting more money, and he wanted to write a, a check to send to her to deposit at Fort Sam. That has to be it. Okay. So he's getting some of the money; she's getting most of the money. But the, now the with that now there's an increase, and in her allotment is static. In other words, it doesn't rise if there's more in the in the in, the, in his pay. It's X number of dollars um, per month, and so if there were more dollars. It comes to him. Well, he doesn't want it. He wants to make sure she has it at Fort Sam in Texas. So um, he wanted deposit slips, but they couldn't send them to him. Um, And so and so he was trying to figure out how to get it um, uh, deposited in uh, in in Texas. So 
Yeah, it, that's, I mean, that's a lot to go through. And now, you know, we just yeah. pretty much open up our phones and push a button. Well, yeah, but um, there again, though, um, with the military system, even with phones, you can't just press a button. No. Because again, you have, you get one check, um, and you, you if you have an allotment going to your family, then that money goes wherever you tell them to send it, and you still have the check wherever you are. And remember, this is again really before um, uh, the beginnings of direct deposit. Okay. Um, okay. So it's it was harder to do back then than it is now. Sure, especially from overseas. Yes. Wow. Wow. And uh, I, evidently, I think I'm getting ready to go to school. Am I trying to follow you onto the bus? Or- I, you know, I, um, I think I actually walked to work, so I don't know. Maybe you're going to follow me and walk. Okay. Uh, but yeah, um, you're trying to, to dash out when you're not supposed to, so they've got to watch watch you and make sure that you know they they keep uh, keep keep tabs on you. <laughs> yeah. Lovely. So, and what did you have to do to set things up to get a space stamp? I thought that was an interesting sentence. Generally, what you would do, like back in those days, if you wanted what they called a um, a first day issue, I think it was what they called it. Anyway, you you could you could give them a self addressed stamped envelope to to the post office, but it had to be the correct post office wherever the stamp was issued. Oh, and and then. When it came out, they would put it. Um, uh, for instance, like if the, if it was for the space thing, and it was and it was launched in Florida. Um, you'd you'd want that post office to have your envelope, put the stamp on there, and and then um, cancel it. You know, put the postmark on there from the location um, oh. where you know where the event took place, like Cape Canaveral. And um, so you you had to get it set up and get some mail to them, and it had to be you know ahead of time and the whole thing. And yeah, I actually did get one, so <laughs> I had to look around find out, find out where it is. But that's really cool. I had no idea. Oh yeah, that that was yeah. a that was and even Mom a did thing. a lot of that for me when she worked at Cape Canaveral. Wow. Um, you know when the, when when they retired down there. Uh-huh. Um, she could get those envelopes to them and then get the stamps like the Apollo missions. So they put the stamp on there, cancel it and then mail it to me. And so now I've got, you know, the, um, it mailed on the day of the event. You know, wow. The day of the launch. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah, it was neat. Wow. That's not, well, thank you for, for explaining that. Cause I had no idea what dad was talking about. All right. Anything else for the good of this episode? Well, it sounds like you're eating well. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was, I, I, I still do actually I really am a big fan of food. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. There was, you were growing. So, I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I guess it's kind of, I find it kind of strange that they, they were amazed that you were eating, but. <laughs> oh, well, no, nah, just maybe, maybe it was my enthusiasm that, uh, that it surprised them so much. Well, that certainly could be possible, yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm I'm still that way. I you know I guess I'm just hardwired. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. Okay, so uh, anything else? I can't think of anything. Okay, well, thank you for listening today. Please join us next time when Dad comments on news that he's heard. Um, more news that he's heard from the family back home. If you have comments or feedback you'd like to share. 
You can reach us on Instagram at Lonely Flyboy or email us at letters from a lonely flyboy at gmail.com. And that contact information is also in the show notes. We would love to hear from you. And that's going to be it for this episode. Thanks for listening. I'm Kelly Dennis. And I'm Clinton Cathcart. Goodbye. Bye-bye.